A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm your host, Belle Crawford. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices, and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Lily Toto was obsessed with radio growing up, but never thought it could be her career. Lily went on to study business, hating her internship. She then won a radio job on New Zealand hip-hop network MyFM and became part of the high-performing breakfast show for almost five years. Worried about what was next for her, Lily made the difficult decision to leave her radio gig to move to London and gain overseas experience and travel. We're really lucky to have Lily share her story, honesty and lol, she's hilarious, on the Self Love Club podcast. Lily, welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks like, for having me. Enduring in London, this is like new. Welcome to London. So tell us about yourself and who you are, what you're, what you're all about, what you've been doing. Um, my name's Lily. I used to work at MyFM on The Breakfast Show. And I was there for about four and a half years, coming up five years, which is crazy because it literally feels like it just went by in a blink. Um... And yeah, and I just recently left my fame and moved over to London to just do the whole overseas experience thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's like my life in a nutshell. That's really. been that's that's a big decision to make, especially when you're in a job like that. You know, yeah. on a network breakfast show, a show like a show that you loved working on. It was mm. you guys were doing so well. Mm. It's it's hard, isn't it, when you want to do other things, but you you want to do it all, and you're like, oh, like totally, and like. You know, I mean, it was like such a difficult decision because it's not like I left a job that I hated. You know, mm. I left a job that I really loved. So it was like I had to really not want to leave. Like I didn't want to want to leave, but I just kind of knew it was my time. Mm. Like I, that job and the people I worked with served me really well. And I got everything that I could, I think, out of it. And then I kind of got to a point where I was like, I don't know where I go from here. Do mm. I stay here for another five years or do I do something else? You know what I mean? Mm. And I was kind of getting to the point where I was a bit stressed about like, what's next for me in terms of like, do I want to stay and do I want to make radio my career forever? Cause I fell into radio. I didn't like, I didn't go and study B school or anything like that. Um, so I was like, is this like what I want to do forever? Cause if it is, then I stay cause I've got a great gig going, but if it isn't, and I want to try something else and like now's the time to leave yeah. well, I'm kind of still young enough to like get away with starting a new career you know? yeah and also like being in a place where you know like well, in London you can yeah. unless you've got certain passports you have to come before you're 30 anyway totally. so and like I've always wanted to move I was like I always wanted to get out of Auckland like I love 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 New Zealand so so much but I you grew really, up in Auckland right yeah so it's like you'd lived there your whole life yeah and I love I just love New Zealand everything that New Zealand has to offer is like that's just where I'll see myself in the future of course but I mm. wanted to do the overseas like living somewhere yeah. else a proper big city you know that has public transport <laughs> like you know, I wanted that experience and I wanted to like you know just just have a different bit of scenery even if it's just for two years I'll be so stoked that I came over here yeah and I did it I don't know if I'll stay here for longer than two years I love it but I'm already like I need 
the beach nature (laughs) that's the one yeah that can be the one thing sometimes in these places I mean there's definitely little city parks but you know like you know in Auckland or in New Zealand you're so close to the beach or the bush it's just really easy to get to those yeah and London's like one of those cities that you kind of have to find the beauty like it's all perspective like some people hate big cities but I really I actually really enjoy them they're fun yeah heaps of things to do it's always something on every night you just look on an app like this song kick and dice over here which you don't have in Auckland but they just like this is my favourite part about London so far is that it syncs to your Spotify and then it like <laughs> tells you all the gigs that you all the artists that you follow when all those gigs are coming up and there's literally like gig this week next week week after week after week after so you just have, always have something on you know there's always like a pub around the corner to go to yeah you know it's just a fun city yeah if you make it fun for yourself of course and then, like, you have to also, like, seek out the beauty as well because it can get pretty, like, concrete jungle. Yeah. But we're really lucky. We're living in, like, a really beautiful, like, right beside a beautiful, massive park. That's good. I, I honestly thank God for that because I'll probably go mental. Yeah. And heaps of your friends were moving at the same time, you were saying. Yeah. That's There's, handy. like, a flat of Kiwis. So they're my boyfriend and then, like, then two of my best friends and another boyfriend of my friend in one flat and then down the road there's another five of us yeah we're all Kiwis from Auckland they were all like in the same friend group it's just it's kind of funny everyone just moved it's like we still live in the same place it's like the classic Kiwi thing where it's like you left New Zealand and then you go to a different country just to hang out with other New Zealanders do you think as well that you know it, it can be hard especially when you get into a really good job when you're quite young and especially in a career like media or radio and then you're there and then you're like and then you, it's almost like you have to leave this really good thing to yeah. go do it. You kind of, and everyone's past different, so it's fine, but it is quite hard when you have that early on. And then mm. you're like, oh, you know, like it'd be kind of better. Yeah, and then I was leaving, everyone's like, you're giving up a good thing. Like, you know, you've got a really good gig going. And I was like, I know. Like, yeah. I know I, I know I am. And that made it really difficult. Oh, yeah. But like, it was either I do it or I don't do it. If I didn't do this, come over to London, I would have regretted it. Of you course. Know? Like, I got almost five years out of that job and I loved it and I got the experiences and now it's time to experience something else yeah and sometimes even though you really love something I feel like it doesn't you, mean you, you have to stay yeah. yeah you can still like acknowledge like I had a great time here I loved it I, got, I learned so much and I got what I needed and now I can move on to yeah. something else and who's to say that when you go back if you like I've We've had um, Tracy Donaldson on not that long ago. Yeah. And she came to London for five years, went back, and, and then ended up at the same job, like totally. doing, you know, like you can People fall back always into things. fall back around into radio as well. Yeah. I feel like they leave and then they, like, see that it's really hard in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, not much else we can do, so let's just go back to radio. Yeah, yeah. so who knows? Like, I might end up going back to radio. Who, who knows? Yeah. Take us back. So we'll go more about that soon, but take us back. So you're from Auckland. Mm-hmm. Tell us about, like, what did you know what you wanted to do when you were at school? Like, what was what was Little Lily you know, like? I, I never really did. Like, I don't, it's kind of weird. Like, you know, everybody I feel like who works on radio is, like, they kind of are very much like, you know, I wanted to do radio since I was a kid. And, nah, 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 nah. and you know what? I was obsessed with radio as a kid, but I never, ever, like, just even considered it as a mm. career option. I just kind of thought it was kind of too risky if you know what I mean like there's literally like 10 jobs in radio in New Zealand you said that you were obsessed with radio so like did you used to listen to it all the time or yeah and I um I remember I used to listen to CDM that was my radio station of choice as a wee kid and I had a um little tape CD player radio as you do and yeah. like I used to and I had like a microphone <laughs> and I used to be able to record myself yeah. into into tapes and then I would record and 
um, like songs that I'd heard on the radio. So like, I guess like, yeah. Radio, you were creating shows. Yeah. Like, yeah. As a kid and I never really thought about that until somebody asked me a few years ago, like, is radio what you, you know, as a kid wanted to do. But I never actually really considered it as like a proper like job. I was always like, I have to go get a job job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what made you think that, do you think? I think um, I'm, I'm definitely like to play it safe. Yeah. I'd say. And those sorts of like big personal decisions, I I don't want I didn't want to take a risk. And I guess like maybe if I was like uh, I don't know, I didn't like I just I just never really like came across radio at school or anything like that and I I left school and I didn't know what I was what I wanted to do and then I did like Camp America. So I like, traveled a bit for a year and then I came back and was like I'm just going to do a business degree at uni because I'm quite into like the creative side of advertising and that sort of thing and I liked the look of that. So I went into that um, at the end of my degree, I did like an um, internship at like a digital advertising sort of agency. And it was like the most boring thing I've ever done in my entire fucking life. I was kind of like, damn, like I just did a three year degree and now I don't know what I want to do. And then it was when I was driving to that internship one morning that I was listening to my FM and I heard Nixon and Nate talking about how Carnoy had left and they were advertising for like you know, like, do you want to come and, like, work on my FM? We're doing, sort of, like, a talent search sort of situation. Um, upload a video of yourself and, like, fill out this form online. And so, like, I just did it. I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna win this. I actually remember thinking that. I was like, because I, I remember going home being like, I'm going to I'm gonna enter because what else am I doing? Like, what, why shouldn't I? And then I looked up all the other videos, like, who people <laughs> who your competition already, was. Yeah, who already applied and put their videos on YouTube publicly. And I looked at them and I was like, oh, no, I can beat you. Oh, I love it. That's so smart. <laughs> you went and so it all out. humble. But, um... No, that's, that's smart, Lily. Well, yes, I like to think so. No, <laughs> um... So, yeah, then I made a video and I remember I was like... I looked into the company and DJ Sevier was the content director mm. and he loved Chicago Bulls after a bit of research. So, I had the Chicago Bulls t-shirt. So I oh, my goodness. On. You're so smart. I was very strategic. Um, yeah. How old were you when, the, when you were doing that? Um, I just finished uni. So, what, 21, 22? Yeah. I think I... Yeah. So, I think I was 21 and I just turned 22 and then started... And the breakfast show at mine. Yeah. I would, they put me through the paces first and then. So with that talent search, you put your video up, you know. Yeah, what are these questions? What did you do? Did you make it, were you like, oh, I'll make it real fun? Like, no, you know, I, I kind of looked at everyone else's and they were all doing these like crazy, like creative videos where they were just like trying to make like a movie almost. And I was like, hmm, for radio, you just need to be able to string a sentence together. Not just, but you know, you need to be able and to be show. real. That's what they're looking for. They yeah. want to see that you can speak confidently clearly articulately which i cannot do if ever listen to any of my fm i'm really bad at it. i still have the videos when you just say weird <laughs> words and i'd be like what do you mean that's not even a word i don't i got worse at speaking being on that station i don't know what happened but like so i just did a video it was literally like me talking to the camera like hi i'm lily blah 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 a little bit about myself like i just made it really like yeah, good. Simple. Yeah. Chatty. I mean, I had a really nice background. I got my friends, like, really good camera to do it. And I, I made it a little bit cheeky. And then... So I what happened? Did they just go... Did they just call you up and, and be I like... I a call, yeah. Being like, you're in the top eight. We want you to come in for an interview. Can Which definitely in? means you would have been more than top eight. That would have been like, you know, like the whole screening people and being yeah, like... Yeah, well, like, I mean... Yeah, who knows what they are to. Of course, they were going to be cruel and put some people who definitely weren't going to win in there. Um, but... <laughs> So, yeah, they're, like, coming on, like, a 
Tuesday, whatever it was, at like seven in the morning. So you had so, so your audition was going on air, right? Yeah, and so like every other, I think I was one of the last ones. So every morning I was listening. In, and you're like, oh, what they like? And they put like Nate especially was so cruel to some of the contestants, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, like, like I remember to one of the poor girls who was like, okay, your next task is tell us a funny story for three minutes. Go. Three minutes is a long Three time. Three minutes is the longest time Especially, in radio. Yeah, that's a and long time. When you're really nervous and you've never been on radio before and they go, tell us a funny story, like, make us laugh. Go. That's mean. And this poor girl, like, she tried and I would have done so much worse than what she did, but, you know, it was bad. What and was it um, like when you first started? Were you sort of... It was, um, it was really, I, I mean, it was amazing, but it was so difficult. I just knew nothing of radio, yeah. you know? Like, I, I didn't have any training or anything and all of a sudden I was just being like thrust on air and then all of it, and then people from all over everywhere telling me how to do it if you know what I mean so obviously I wanted as much advice and, and help as I could possibly get but at the same time I was like just a lot of information yeah. and then a lot of me being like I don't know like it has to kind of come naturally you have yeah. to you can't have someone be like you have to talk like this you have to tell your story like this you speak in head, headlines or you 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 know, you get to the point blah, 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 blah. If you have, like, all that going around your head when you're trying to do well, yeah. it just doesn't... You've just got to work it out for yourself, hey? Totally. And yeah. it took me ages to just kind of be like, everyone shut up. And I just realized I only take advice from Nixon and Nate. Because it can be quite scary going on to... Like, a lot of us have gone on to well-established shows before. And then you get there and, you know, they are, like, pros and you're a noob. I went on to a show... Um, which was like you know completely noob on these guys amazing show and you just like you kind of feel out of your depth a little bit and but then but then they kind of do I mean they're they're such nice guys they would have taken you under their wing yeah totally and like listen they totally did that but they were really freaking hard at the beginning as well yeah like like, yeah they're like well I mean that's no yeah you know like they had a show and they didn't want me to ruin it obviously yeah that's the thing yeah I understand that yeah but that's the way that I got better, that I literally was such a weakling before and now nothing can, like, hurt my feelings. I remember reading a, um, like, a mean comment on Facebook and crying about it and coming to work the next day and crying about at work, being like, I can't go on here, I'm so upset. Honestly, now people send me messages and I'm like, <laughs> that's, like, it's not even a split second that it, like, enters my brain. Mm. I just like I'm so resilient. Yeah, which like, I can really thank that job for. How did so? How did you sort of? I mean, obviously that's a process of getting there. But how did you get from getting so upset by people saying really mean things when you know you did start? You started on a nationwide breakfast show. Mm. Like that's you didn't get to start in the regions like I did, and like be crap and only one town hears you. You know, like um, you did it in front of the whole country, mm. and like that's a it's a big station. Yeah, I mean like you either sink or swim in that sort of situation and it's just radio in general like it's high pressure it's extremely stressful and if you stick it out you'll make it mm. you'll be fine but like I mean like after the first year I was still like I don't even know if I like this like I the highs were great but the lows were really low mm. and it literally just takes you just I, I think it's also growing up in general you know like mm. I was only 22 when I first started and I was very like you know social media is super super affecting it can be really awful um but like I've grown older and I just care less about all that stuff Mm. now and I don't know if it's because I spent so much time in like the time on radio has made me just just disregard crappy comments it does make you it's a pretty 
it, you just have to it's, be, it's, right? it, Yeah, it's quite one of those environments where you just have to learn to be tough. Or, and, it's, yeah. and it's not even just from what people say to you, but it's, it's, one of, it's hard to explain it if you haven't been there, but... You just, yeah, you need to get a thick skin because, and it could be the same in so many industries where you, you know, get rejected for so many different things yeah, or like, like, no, no, we don't want you to do this. No, no. And then it's people being, saying nasty things or whatever online yeah. on a video or. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's like, it, it's just, you just end up having to, you just mm. have to. And then, um, you know, you just, I just don't look at, I just stopped looking at the comments and stuff. Like after a while you. It's nothing you haven't seen before. You know mm. what I mean? At the beginning, I was like kind of obsessive about like checking yeah. out every Facebook video that or Instagram, whatever that went up. I was like, I want to see what people are saying about me. Like, yeah. I have to see it. Yeah. Well, then you just stop like, it's like self torture. It really is. <laughs> and then, but then you'll see a really nice one and you're like, oh, that's the nicest thing ever. And then right underneath, it's a shitty one. And then you remember that one, not the nice one. Yeah. And like, Nixon always said, like, if you're going to take the good, you have to take the bad. So it's mm. like, if you're going to look at the comments to look for people like propping you up and making you feel good about yourself, then you have to take the bad as well. Mm. You know, that's not where you get, that's not where you should be getting your like confidence and your positivity and self-worth from. Like, yeah. Not other people. It's really nice to have people send you nice messages. And I really appreciate it when people do, but that's like not where you should be looking for yeah. it. If you know what I mean? So Otherwise true. when someone sends you something evil or mean, like, or if you, you know, don't have that job anymore, then it's yeah. like you see some people that it becomes their life and then it's like that's gone and then it's like, well, yeah. It can, and you've got to be careful, I think, in any job to not put your self-worth or identity into it too much. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, like, you're not your job. Exactly. You're you. And that's been something like leaving my female coming over here and being like, okay, I'm going to like start a new career and I don't even know what I want to do and I haven't really seen jobs that I even want to do. Like, I don't really know what's going on for me right now. It's just like, I just have to like go with it. And it's, it's, I mean, it's not, not as difficult as starting at my FM, but like, it's difficult. Mm. It's like, I, I was in this like comfy sort of situation at home, you know, and now I'm like pushing myself into a really, a zone that is really not comfortable. Yeah. And, but I mean like that, like you just have to do that in mm. life, you know? If you just stay in like the same comfortable sort of areas and you're not pushing yourself into different situations, you're never going to grow. You're never going to have anything awesome, awesome happen. You're never mm. going to look back and be like, I'm so proud of myself for doing that specific thing. If you yeah. Know. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. I mean, it's hard. You've got to, yeah, going into the unknown and leaving the, yeah, leaving that. That's so brave. It's so, it's so brave. And yeah. if you're here for two years, that's. You're going to get so much out of that that you wouldn't get back. You just wouldn't. like. Totally. I'm like, I'm so happy I did it. I mean, I've been thinking about it for ages. Actually, my plan after uni, because I was like, I don't want to do this, like, advertising. <laughs> so did you literally do that internship and you were like, this is not for me? Yeah, I mean, I got a bad internship, I have to say. It was like a digital, it was like SEO, which was like key. Was I've like, seen that word before. Keywords. Oh, it was so boring. Yeah. It's literally like making search engines find your right. website. But um, if I'd gone into a different area of advertising, I'm sure I would have had a different experience. That just wasn't worth it. But I was like, I'm going to go and live in America for a year because you can do that graduate visa once you finish uni. Um, And that was my plan. I was like, I'm just going to go over there and I'm just going to work in a cafe and just live in America and have a good time. And then um, that's like, I've I've always really wanted to live in New York. I I spent a little bit of time there in my gap year. and, And actually a few years ago, I was like, because I've been toying with the idea of going overseas 
for a while like it didn't just come out the blue you know I always wanted to do it you're saying that in your first year at my and it's not just it's at a first time a first year in anything especially on a show like that it mm. takes time and and it's just new experiences and everything you said that you know in that job was it just that year where you were saying that you had the like really big highs and then really big lows mm. what take us through that was that to do with people making comments about you or yeah, what totally. was what was just, it and just knowing that like like I stepped into a dynamic between Nixon and Nate, which was, you know, like a decade of the making. You know, like they have amazing chemistry, they're fantastic broadcasters and they were just awesome. And then I was like, Hello, <laughs> I'm here now and like it was just and while they were really lovely and welcoming, it was it just does naturally take time yeah. to be able to form a friendship. Especially when they're like, cool, now go and hang out with these two 30-year-old Samoan guys. And I was like, <laughs> um, I've got nothing to talk to them about, you know? Yeah. But like it's it was just like it's know. just hard finding I understand yeah, from like, my experience it's just hard finding know. it's hard finding your place when you're with yeah guys that are older than you that have been doing it for way longer together as well yeah. and then you're and then you're moving in there you're the noob and you don't want you're like I don't want to make your show shit like, yeah, like and they they do pressure on yeah. yourself and, and, and I mean they put not them specifically but the station puts pressure on you you know every freaking few months you have a survey result out and people that they're literally ranking you, you know? Like, mm. so it's difficult. You guys um, always smash them, though, so... Uh, not only in, like, the last few years. The f- when we first started, it was really, you know, quite depressing time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's always... <laughs> but it was always, like, no champagne. And, hey, guys, just put that away and keep going. Um, but, you know, it's it's just radio. Yeah. It's, it's just... it's. It's tricky. It's I remember I remember for a while I couldn't even come up with topic ideas. when I, I was 19 oh, and I man. started on a breakfast show in, in, reg, in the regions and it was like a, the best regional breakfast show in the country. And I for the for the first bit, I just didn't, I think, because until you're comfortable, it's only probably a few months, but I just literally couldn't even think of topic ideas. No, me too. I was just like, I just would get like, I don't know. I just, you overthink it, Yeah, right? I was like, I have to do it a certain way and how they like it. And I just, and then once I relaxed, it was, and, and everything was fine. Yeah, you kind of you, you get into the groove of how it all works, and you start. And you to find your place. But at the beginning, it's like there is a way that they do this, and I have to kind of figure out. And it's, I mean, that's every job. Yeah. You know, the only thing about radio is that you're doing a job in front of like a bunch of people that are listening to you. <laughs> so it's kind, it's a little bit more high stakes in that sense. But yeah. I mean, it just took a while, like. When the show, when we had a great show, it was, you know, and you know, you know this, it feels so good. It's yeah, like, it was it's such a high. And then <laughs> you have a bad show. It's like, oh, I'm just going to go home and go to sleep and try, you know, like it, yeah. it's quite soul sucking. So like, I don't know, those, like we had some really good shows and we had a lot of really bad shows at the beginning. And I, it was always like me, my sort of like perspective on how I did and every day I would go to my content director, Phil, and be like, how did I go? Like, let's pick apart my performance today, which was just torturous. And I don't know why I used to do this. But then we'd But that's back. how people get really good. You're just totally. probably... Are you, do you find yourself really self-critical? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's <laughs> such a curse sometimes. It's a blessing it is, and a curse. It's it a is, good thing, but it's, it can be really hard. You want to be good, but then, like, sometimes you want to be good to the point that you put yourself through a bunch of shit. Mm. And, like... I mean, like, going through a show every day and being like, what's good and what's bad about this? Like, what did I do wrong? What should I improve on? That's just not how you do it, I feel. I was starting to think, okay, if I'm going to do radio forever, 
then I need to, you know, radio, you know, as you know, is like a fickle industry. If you start rating badly, they might get rid of you. They mm. might not, you know, renew your contract. That's kind of just the way it goes. Mm. It's stressful. And, I and even if you're doing well as well, you know. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's whatever higher up wants mm. to do. They might have someone that they want to, you know, who knows. And that's the thing that I was stressed out about. I was like, I really love my job. But what happens if one day they go, actually, it's time we're not going to renew your contract and see you. Goodbye. What am I going to do next? Mm. You know? And I hadn't done anything in between doing my business degree at uni and then getting into radio that I was like, I can fall back on something. You know, I don't have anything to really fall back on. Yeah. And I said that that was always playing in my mind the entire time I was on radio. Mm. And I just kind of always knew like for me it was, it was probably just going to be temporary and I'm going to go do something else. I don't know what that is yet. <laughs> um, but like, I just, couldn't I just don't think I could have I just would have, would have gotten so stressed out mm. you know especially getting older as a female radio it's really freaking difficult there's not many and there's not many that like stay for very long mm. you know like it's a young females game yeah it's brutal in that sense it's super gross um but like that was just something that really played on my mind that was a part of me deciding to leave plus wanting to do my overseas experience yeah. and you know live in a different country and stuff so yeah, I just How did the bosses take it and even Nate and Nixon when you were like, I'm gonna leave? So I mean like they're amazing, so it was so fine. Yeah. My boss was quite funny though. Big, big boss was like yeah. this is fine, I just want you to know you're moving over right when Brexit's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know, but I'm just gonna do it. And he was like, Okay, good luck. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I mean they're all been I it's not like I was like, I'm leaving in two weeks, bye. Yeah. Here's the time and it's all been really good. Yeah. And Tegan, who has taken over from my role, is amazing. So it's all kind of worked out perfectly. Yeah. So talk us through. I mean, obviously it is hard when you move to a place like London. I think people, there's a lot of like listeners that have done that or live overseas as well and they understand what it's like. But for those who haven't, like it's actually quite hard to even get temp work. It's actually really, really hard. Yeah. And I mean, it's tricky as well coming out of radio because they're like, okay, cool. Radio host, interesting, but not really relevant to any other job. Yeah, like you, you so, career f yourself basically. Yeah, like you can't. You're like, you, I realized that too. I was like, I've really, I've really fucked myself. Like I haven't, I can't, I can do things, but yeah. it's hard to show them that because they're like, yeah. you've been a radio announcer for like eleven years. Like yeah. you know, what you can't do that. And it's like, I can work in an office. I can do like, I can do Excel spreadsheets. I can do words. Like, I'm real good at typing. I know it's it is difficult, and that's literally been nearly every interview. They're like, okay, cool, like radio host cool but um hmm, really not relevant to this job so that's tricky but at the same time like I kind of knew it was going to be tricky yeah so I'm like prepped for that did you start applying for stuff before you came over yeah but there's no point there's no point hey like you're not here we don't want going yeah um which is kind of hard because I think in a lot of people's minds they want to and get it all sorted especially our parents as well like when I went to Melbourne everyone you know your parents will be like that's how they think. You're like, have you got a job mm. yet? Have you, have you? But that's not how life really mm-hmm. works. It doesn't. They don't look at your CV if it has a New Zealand phone number on it, you know? Like, yeah. They don't care. So, um, yeah, no, you just ha- I just had to just take the plunge and come over here. And thankfully, I'd come over with my boyfriend who got a job straight away. <laughs> Thank God. Um, like, but Please buy me food. Yeah, actually. Um, well, that like, makes it less stressful, yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't, obviously, it's not a long-term plan. <laughs> and hopefully I will You're like, promise. Soon. Yeah. Um, but 
I mean, you can just temp work here. That's kind of like a, a good thing. They have all these like recruitment agencies and, and temp agencies and I've just been temping, which is also nice because you get to, instead of going straight into a job and then having to like yeah. have annual leave as you know, you do in New Zealand, I can just like go, I'm going to Ibiza next weekend and then I'm going to go to Berlin a few weeks, you know, like I can do my trips and then I temp around that. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. Like I'm, I'm definitely trying to see like the positives. Yeah, because it is hard, especially from coming coming from this like epic job that you mm. had to now like you know starting again. I I know how hard that can be. Like it's yeah. quite, it can be quite scary and it can make you feel a bit like oh god. I definitely have like breakdowns over it for sure. Yeah. But then it's also I'm just also wanting to be like okay have your cry and then go let's just like get some perspective right now. Like you're in London, you're fine. You got money. You knew this was going to happen. You know, you planned for this, and you've got temp work, and it's all sweet. We talk a lot about self care and stuff on this podcast. Obviously, what are some ways that you look after yourself? Are there things that you know you need to do to keep Lily feeling really good? And yeah, yeah, um, not have too many weeky big weekends in a row. <laughs> I like I like to spend time with my friends. Like that's just like a massive one. I'm such a talker. As you yeah. Can hear. Like, if anything's going on in my life, I'm just not one of those people who just keeps it to themselves. I just have to tell, tell my friends. Yeah. And that's, like, really therapeutic. It does me. make you feel better, yeah. Talk it out. Say it to your friends when you know that they're going to give you a, the answer you want to hear. You know, like, they, it's it's like, I might might be stressed about whatever, and then you talk to your friends. They're like, it's fine. Just do this and this and this, and it's so sweet. And then, you know, they've got this fresh perspective, and it... I find that so, so helpful mm. if I'm ever stressed out about something um, or my boyfriend. Um, and and I love to run. I mean, there are, there are things that I really, that I know that help me so much if I'm stressed out or if I'm feeling angsty or anything like that. Running and, like, I love studying my Māori. It's like, and I've only found that in my last few years how therapeutic that is for me as well. But it's weird that, like, you know that those two things, when you do them, they make you feel really good. Yeah. And they're the first things to go when you get stressed out. Of course. Out. We all do that. I know. Yeah. So, like, I've known for years that I like running. Like, mm. I really enjoy it. Once I get fit, reasonably fit. It's hard. And once you get that point, yeah. Yeah. And then I know that, like, I go for a run and I feel great. But as soon as, like, I'm a little bit busy or anything, you know, it's the first thing to go. So I have to really force myself to, mm. to do it. Um and like yeah so like I'm really thankful that I've got a house now right beside a massive park so I'm trying to do that as much as I can here although right now I'm you're in a trend and you're sick and you're in a transition stage too like it's yeah I think that's part that's also part of self-care is just giving yourself a break sometimes like you've just moved to London that's 100%. and just you know you can't do everything all no time. not no. even the good things <laughs> yeah and you'll get there like it just it's just one of those things and you're doing like yeah exactly I think sometimes we can put so much pressure on ourselves in so many ways, especially if even how to look after yourself, you know, like Absolutely. give yourself a break. Totally. And I think it all comes back down to like, just don't take it all too seriously. Mm. Like don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take your <laughs> anything too seriously. Like don't take your job too seriously. Like, it's just a job at the end of the day. I mean, don't take like your diet too seriously. Like, yeah. You know, like if you take it too seriously, you're always going to make yourself disappointed because no one's perfect all of the time. And I think it's with getting older as well. You do chill out a lot because yeah, there's you start no... to just like see like, oh, that wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. You, know? you do like, learn to chill out, but has that been something you've really noticed in yourself that you've just relaxed a bit about things? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never, 
I can be quite like stressed about specific things, but definitely as I've gotten older, I've just kind of, I don't know, it's, it's, yeah, it's all perspective, I think, like, it just, you know, like, I remember being so upset, one of my earlier jobs, whatever, I made a mistake at work, and now it's like, and it feels so awful right at the time, mm. but then, like, it's fine, yeah, like, people must make mistakes every day, it is part of just, like, the way the world goes, <laughs> and, like, it's just gonna happen all the time, yeah. so don't worry about it, like, and also don't stress about shit before it happens, like, that's my my thing as I'm such a warrior mm. and I worry about not myself I worry about like my family and my friends and that kind of thing and so don't like worry about like you're you're just making yourself suffer mm. you know like that hasn't happened it's probably not going to happen whatever yeah. it is that's going on in your head and is that like, something you've done for a long time yeah that's my yeah. that's my thing mm. that's my I don't really get like do you think it's anxiety or do you just think it's... I get anxiety, but not like, I don't get it, get it. You know, like mm. I have friends who get it really badly, so I don't like really... Yeah, but everyone's different. Like it could I just feel be... like everyone gets a touch. And you know it. what? Anxiety, like from what I've been told as well by professionals, it's actually a normal human emotion. Totally. So everyone's going to have degrees of anxiety like at different times. Every single person on the planet, I think, gets a little, a, even just a little dash of it and maybe they don't can't identify it, you know? Yeah. But it, it's totally So it is hard normal. when it's like maybe yours... For you, you're like, oh, well, it's not as bad as someone else's, so you you don't want to feel like you want yeah. to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to... Well, that's exactly it. Like, yeah. I'm going to be like, I, you know, freak out over anxiety all the time because I don't. Like, I'm quite lucky in that. So yeah. I do get it specifically around events or, like, something bad's happened or something bad's going to happen sort of thing. But I, I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that I don't get it too bad, but I do worry a lot. And that's just, like... And, that's that's my thing like mm. that I that's my life is it about going to social thing. events or something or just no I worry about like awful things happening to my family or like my friends you know like stupid stuff no that's kind of stuff you just wake up in the middle of the night you're like what if you know no and that's then, like people can relate with that kind of yeah, thing that's, I mean, it happens totally and that's just something that I've always had to deal with and it's just like that's heavy as well to have to deal with that. Even as I mean, as a young child, having to think about that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, and I just I think that everyone has a little dash of it as well. Like I don't know, yeah. it's just it's just one of those things, and then you just kind how of have you how have you learned to sort of handle it a bit? Or when you have those times where you wake up in the night and you think these horrible things, like how how have you learned to deal with that? I don't even know. Like I just kind of like <laughs> you like just get on with it. Yeah. Yeah, like. It happens when I'm stressed out mm. and like, I just, I generally just need to talk it out. Like I said before, you know, yeah. like talk to one of my friends and be like, Oh God, I just keep stressing about this thing. And they're like, that's ridiculous. You're being stupid. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> you for telling me that. I just needed to hear that I was being really ridiculous and now I feel a lot better. Yeah. Um, but you know, those things, and it's when I'm stressed out and that sort of thing. And, and that's when I, you know, that's when you really need to be doing the things like that make you feel good. Like, going for a run even if it's just a short run you know you just need to get the blood moving yeah or like you know doing your go for a walk even you know i know mm. that clears the mind um but yeah yeah i mean it's tricky i mean it's a never really battle i feel like i, I don't really have it sorted no you know what i mean everyone's the same and especially when you're yeah like dealing with big life changes where you have to you've literally moved your whole life mm. everything in your life has changed like mm. Basically, when I mean, you've still got some of the same friends and the same boyfriend, but for all of you, everything's changed. That's so fine. Yeah, totally. And like, it's like a totally, it's like an adjustment period and I'm just in this yeah. kind of like limbo. It's so exciting. It is. I'm, and I'm loving it. It's like, this is 
this is like what I feel like you have to do in life. You have to put yourself in positions that make you freak out. Mm. But you know, like deep down that this is what you want to do. And it, yeah, it's difficult. But like, yeah, I wanted to move here. And yeah, it's really difficult. Some days I miss my family and I miss home. But like, I love it. What is some advice that you would give to your younger self? I mean, we've talked through all of that, but what would you tell? I don't know. I'm just like, don't take it so seriously. Don't take yourself so seriously. Especially, like, I think that's one thing that we all, like, can do, like, especially in this age of social media, everyone takes themselves pretty damn seriously. Have a joke. Don't worry about shit. Like, just, just whatever, you know? Like, be a bit, like, less serious with yourself, with, like, what's going on in, like, your job and that sort of thing as well. Just, just, like, chill out. Is that like really vague? No, no, that's such good advice. But I wish I, some of us knew that really early on. Yeah, we made life a lot easier. I just feel like nothing needs to be taken as seriously as sometimes you make it. If you know what I mean, like, oh, I just always stress out about like I'm such like a warrior about money, for example. And then it's like money, it's just money. Mm. It comes and goes. It's money. You're always Who yeah. Yeah, it's like it's not worth stressing out over. Oh my god, I ate KFC three times this weekend. I didn't, but I probably have done that before. But, like, don't, like, get to Monday and then beat yourself up about it. Like, yeah. move on. Like, yeah. There are way worse things in the world to be worrying about. I know you shouldn't compare yourself, like, your own issues to bigger issues. But, like, just, just, like... Do you ever get... We've been talking about this a little bit lately. Do you ever get, like, the anxiety thing after nights out drinking? So bad. Yeah. Like, that's why I had a weekend off this weekend, just weekend go on, but because I was sick. But also, I'm it's really a, glad about nice it because I needed it. Yeah. And then like, every Sunday or Saturday morning, I'm like, why do I put myself through this? I know this is what happens. I was just having so much fun last night at the time that I wouldn't take myself to bed and drink enough water. <laughs> Um, but what do, so you get, do you actually get like, do you worry about shit the next day? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, Everyone it's, does. It's We've been talking about it heaps lately. It's gotten it, worse with age as well. I used to just wake up and be like, blah, 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 got off to McDonald's breakfast. And then now I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I've made a terrible mistake. I've got to go back to New Zealand. You know, like everything just seems, every little thing that you kind of have like <laughs> dealt with over the week comes flooding back at yeah. the same time. And then also, sometimes I'll be lying there with my anxiety being like, I'm not worried about anything, but I'm anxious about something. Like, what is it? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I, I know it's there. Do you ever feel like you, do you worry about things you've said or things the night before? Yeah. Because the other night we went out, we, like a bunch of us girls the other day, like yesterday, we, we all had a bit of anxiety about different things. And it's really yeah. funny hearing what everyone was worried about. And you're like, oh, that's not even fun. It's fine. Whereas everyone's like worried about something. And I know. That's the thing like when you need your friends just to be like, it's fine. Because like you can be like, tell your thing. And they're like, oh, you're fine. Don't worry. And the other person's like, oh my God, I did this thing. And then you're like, that's not even a big deal. I know. And then... And you could, yeah, exactly. And your fucking memory, you don't really know what, what quite happened. Mm. But I have a friend, like, I live with her now and she's great. And she knows every time that we have a big night, I wake up, the first thing that I do is be like, was I okay last night or was I really embarrassing? <laughs> and she just takes back, like, no, you're totally fine. It's all sweet. You didn't even seem drunk. What is some advice you would give to other women listening? Um, do not follow social media accounts that make you feel shitty. Like... That's, that's another thing that I noticed, you know, like, and I do it to myself as well. I follow, like, heaps of, like, supermodels and blah, 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 blah. 
But actually, when I scroll past and see them, I don't feel good. You know, like it's just something that makes me be like, I hate my body, which I don't. But it's like when you just flood yourself with images of supermodels who are the 0.0.0.1%. Like, and also highly, just, highly just, edited or professional. Like they're, they're professional. Exactly. Like that's but, not reality. It's not real life. Yeah. Like put like, don't consume shit that makes you feel shitty. Mm. And sometimes it takes a while to figure out what's making you feel shitty as well. Like, I mean, I sometimes don't realize it, but then I have to just unfollow it and account on Instagram or whatever. Sometimes you've got a friendship that doesn't make you feel good. Mm. And that friend, just fucking let them go. <laughs> like, just you don't have to like, have a proper breakup. But, I mean, who knows what the dynamic is. But if someone isn't serving you, whether it be a friendship or a relationship, just let it go. Mm. And it's so easy to say that. Yeah. It's so much harder to do it. My time is precious. Like, I'm not going to spend my time with someone who after hanging out with them, I go, oh, I don't actually feel that good. Yeah. Like, whether they're actually just gently shitty to your face or you know that they're just, like, mm. not a friend to you. Just, like... I think as you get older as well, the more you learn to value yourself and you know who you are, and then, you know, you really do value your time and energy. Mm. And I think it's only when you get older that you go, oh, I don't actually want to spend... I don't want to do that because, like, this year... Go, the years go so fast. And, and I already find it really time. difficult to catch up with all the friends that I really do love. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make space for someone in my life who isn't amazing. Yeah. Like, and who doesn't treat me as amazing as I am. Mm. So, like, yeah, I mean, just only have around you what makes you feel good one thing i did want to touch on before we finish and because you mentioned it earlier we didn't talk about it was that you found getting in touch with like the tereo and the maori mm. you found that really therapeutic yeah that's so cool that's been like huge for me in the last few years as well and it's something i mean i started learning and i was in high school but it was only in the last few years that i kind of gotten quite like stuck into it and also just started to realize how much it i really really enjoy it mm. and a sense that i'm like learning about what comes with learning or what comes with learning with the languages you learn about yourself and your tupuna and where you're from and where you fuck a papa back to but also I just really enjoy learning something mm. and it's I don't know like I, I, I just never really I've never really enjoyed school I've never really enjoyed uni I was fine whatever but I've never been like I'm really enjoying learning something but like I'm doing this for no reason other than because I enjoy it for myself and it's been just I don't know it's it's something that I haven't ever had before in the sense that I'm just doing it like because I really like it it's like a hobby almost mm. you know like you don't do it so that you can take photos of it and put it on Instagram or you don't do it because I don't know it's going to get you more money in the future you know mm. like for a career or whatever you're literally doing it because you enjoy doing it yeah and I found that really really nice and it's it's a part of you as well so yeah. like it probably resonates with you on a deep soul level you know yeah and I've been mean, like connected with like a cousin over here of like through it it's like really cool and that side's been so so amazing Hey, thank you so much for your time, Lily. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for weekly episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed. Reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories helps heaps in spreading the self love message. You can keep up with the Self Love Club at Self Love Club Podcast and at Belle Crawford on Instagram, plus find resources and blog posts on my website, bellcrawford.com. We've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower
empower you through the rest of the year and into 2020 with weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes.